Welcome, everyone, to show number two of Tubby Talk. Last show was our intro show, and sadly, we didn't even introduce ourselves. I think we're ashamed. <laughs> we don't want to admit we are us. Yes. My name is Mike. I'm Diane. And my name is Erica. Oh, you actually used your name. You yeah. were going to be Cha-Cha. I wanted to be Cha-Cha. I don't know why I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a Cha-Cha, right? Uh, we wanted to hide because... Hide behind our fat. Hide behind our fat. <laughs> we are here tonight for the big weigh-in. Do we have to? It's the new year. I really don't want to do that. Can we pick the best out of three? <laughs> it's the new year, and it's time to see how big we are. I haven't been on a scale in two years. We sound really thin on the radio, though. Uh, I don't know about that. You think we sound big? I think I sound jolly. I was going to say, <laughs> jolly. <laughs> I notice I breathe a lot, and that's because I'm fat. Yeah, I breathe heavy, too. I breathe because I need to stay alive. Well, you and your hobbies. <laughs> need something to do well besides eat we hope that you're going to join with us if you're 10 pounds overweight or 100 pounds overweight we hope that you'll listen to our show and follow along and try to lose weight with us because we're starting 2010 off hopefully the right way although i should say erica <laughs> is not really doing so well, well it's, it's starting not, off. Well, it's not it's yet. not january yet it's still the end of december she's allowed uh but we're doing the weigh-in and what does erica do she comes here sits down and has mcdonald's before the I, show. I, yeah the, see that's my life story I, and the fries are really good tonight they, they always really, are really salty and delicious i i just didn't feel like going into a, a, a supermarket and i don't have time to cook and then I don't know. Well, let me ask you, are you saying that if supermarkets had drive-thrus, you would be more inclined to buy? Probably a little more, but the whole thing of cooking, too, that could be a pain in the butt. You've got to get used to it. I know. This should be like healthy food drive-thrus. Well, they do. They have salads, but they're not as much fun as the fries and the chicken sandwich, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the problem. We have to live with not having to eat all of these things and trying to make things taste good. It's hard. It, I, I have to do a whole lifestyle change. Well, I think you hit the key word because the problem is while we all are going on diets here, we really have to make this a lifestyle change and not a diet because diets fail. Yeah. If you deprive yourself and you're eating nothing but celery sticks and you lose weight, once you lose the weight, you're more than likely to gain it back. And I should know. Well, I always admire people who can just eat food and not gain weight. Oh, I hate people that are very skinny who can sit there eating as much as they want and never gain an ounce. Yeah. Well, it's all hereditary, too. I mean, if you, have a, if you have a fast metabolism or a slow metabolism based on your family history. But they say that if you have one parent who's overweight, you have a 50% chance of being overweight. And two, you have an 80% chance. So... I have to ask, how did everybody do with Christmas? Oh, man, I ate like a pig. Did you have your family gathering? Oh, God, you wouldn't believe the food. You wouldn't believe it. We just yeah. we ate all day long. Just tons of hors d'oeuvres, tons and tons of cheeses and Italian meats and, and stuffed artichokes and stuffed mushrooms and shrimp and seafood. And, uh, and then we took away all the hors d'oeuvres and we sat down to a big lasagna dinner with sauce and meatballs and sausage. And then after that, we broke out all the cookies and the cheesecake and everything. Uh, it was awesome. Besides drinking all day, too. 
I didn't do so well on Christmas either. I tried to uh, to write, but it's hard when there's food in front of you and pies and cakes and cookies. Diane, how did you do on Christmas? I think I did pretty well. I didn't go crazy, although I did have some wine. Just, you know, we had the ziti and salad and some cake. That's just a normal day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't go crazy. I don't remember going crazy. I went a little crazy. I, mean, I went I went overboard. I did eat leftovers at night, though, because we did take some stuff home and we did kind of like munch out later on of more food. 2010 is almost here and we have to figure out what we're doing because like you said, Erica, this has to be a lifestyle change, not just a diet. Yeah, I don't really don't know what I'm doing. Right, because you lost. could spend three months eating less and exercising, and then after three months you've lost weight. Oh, I'm done, and then you go back to the way you were. This is not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing that's uh, good to do is maybe pick a day out of the week where you cook nothing but healthy foods and perhaps put it in like Tupperware or something. It probably saves money, too, than going through the drive-thru. Well, the problem with that <laughs> for me is that knowing the food is there... You're, You're like, going to oh, eat more. more. Well, that's just it. You're torn between making one small meal for yourself and making a large batch and just making it last the whole week. You know what they should do? They should make like Tupperware containers that say like Monday on the top, oh, and Tuesday. They have, you know, it would be a good idea if they had like timers on them, lock timers like bank vaults, <laughs> where they only open up at a specific time and date so you can't touch them. And they close so you got to eat quick. Right. You only get a certain amount of time to eat. And once you're done, that's it. Thing, it's closed. See, I know I'm a fast eater, and I know I just I don't even taste my food. I wolf it, and uh, I think that's bad. Like that whole thing we talked about last week about taking a bite of food and putting your fork down. I think that's what they meant. Not that you should look ridiculous. Oh, I think it looked pretty ridiculous. No, the toothpick thing was funny. Erica, did you have a, a pocket full of toothpicks on? Christmas? No, I, I didn't stick any toothpicks in my pocket. I just was like, this is my last. Uh, I only have a couple more days to overeat. Or eat as I normally do, and uh, I just kind of <laughs> just picked out. Uh, well, that's probably going to reflect in the weigh-in, but I think that goes for all of us. <laughs> I just looked down. <laughs> I just looked down on myself, and I have food stains all over my sweatshirt. <laughs> she needs help, folks. You see, that's <laughs> is that is that from the chicken sandwich? I, I, I wore the sweatshirt yesterday. No, this is from when I went out and I got Spicy's chicken. And it, it comes with this spicy dipping sauce. It was really good. So you're spicy. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm bad. Uh, well, we're right behind you. We're in front of you. We'll see how the weigh-in goes. Diane, what are we reading tonight? What did you pick tonight for us to learn from? Well, there's an article in the Diet Channel. Um, it's not new. It was from like a year or two ago. There's a Diet Channel? It's the Diet Channel on the internet, thedietchannel.com. Oh, oh, okay. It's the kick the new year right with these 10 diet tips. Wait, can I just interrupt and say, you know, there is the Food Network. I'm surprised there isn't a diet network. Why isn't there? I don't know. And, which also brings us to, we'll talk about this later, there has to be, there should be a gym for fat people. Oh, yes. That's something we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Because here we are kickstarting our diet and... Um, I don't want to go to a gym with a bunch of buff people. No way. Being the fat guy sweating on the machines. No. Well, you know, you know they're secretly looking down at you. They should have a gym for overweight people. Your BMI has to be like over a certain amount, and then they let you in the gym. Right. Either that or split the gym into different... Uh, yeah, split the gym in half. Yeah. Segregate. Get rid of all the thin people. Yeah. Yeah. Away with the thin people. 
let us fatties use the machines and or put like us fat people on the first floor and the skinny people that can make it up the stairs and then still work out on the second floor <laughs> right because you don't want to put the fat people on the second floor because the whole building could cave in I, then i won't go if it's not a drive-thru i'm not going <laughs> a drive-thru gym oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i do think they should be gyms for fat people because it's embarrassing mm. especially if you're starting a new diet you know, you go there, you get on the treadmill for five, ten minutes, and you're sweating to death. Meanwhile, there's someone next to you who's going for a half hour, and they barely break a sweat. Yeah. It's not right. No, it's not. You know what it is? It's discrimination. That's why fat people stay fat, usually, and thin people stay thin. I think there's some truth to that. I think a lot of fat people, they feel discouraged and don't want to go to a gym. Well, they feel self-conscious. They don't want to work out in front of the thin people, even though that's what their goal is, because they feel everyone's looking at them. Yeah, they should. They, they, we should do it. We should open up a gym for fat people. Yeah, but then what happens when all your fat people get thin? There'll well, always you, be fat people. That's true. We'll just keep <laughs> rotating. Well, there'll always be new fat people. That is true. That is very true. Sad, but true. All right, Diane, what are you reading tonight for us? Well, like I said before, it's kick the new year right with these 10 diet tips. First tip is use the hunger scale and not the bathroom scale for dieting. Basically, what they're saying is that don't diet based on how much you weigh, but how hungry you are. And they're suggesting that you use like a scale of zero to 10 to determine how hungry you are. And if you're like a three, have a snack. If you're seven, you're too full. If you're like a two, you know, eat something. So they say people don't really listen to their bodies when they diet they just look at the scale and say oh you know i weigh x number of pounds you know i'm just gonna eat less but i think it's based on the fact that thin people eat when they're hungry and they eat just to stay alive not because something tastes really good and right eat the whole pie Com- comfort foods right exactly so i think the key to dieting or staying thin is to eat when you're hungry just listen to your body and not your head the problem is though and i think erica will concur with me on this i'm always hungry <laughs> I'm always hungry too. Diane, are you always well, it hungry? It depends what part of your body you're hungry to. now. <laughs> <laughs> if I listen to my mouth, then it's going to say, Me want to eat. Well, we didn't have dinner yet, so I'm hungry. Well, I will say this whenever I have exercised and cut down on my uh, food intake, the more I exercise and the more I do that, the less hungry I am. Yeah, so they say if you exercise, it cuts down on your appetite. Well, the next tip is snack rules for eating healthy. They suggest you eat one calcium-rich snack a day, uh, plan two snacks, uh, don't go more than three or four hours without eating. So basically, you're constantly eating, not necessarily a pizza, but you're constantly eating something so you feel like satisfied with right. what you're actually and, having. And if you starve yourself, your metabolism stands still. Well, yeah, because your body goes into starvation mode right? and it starts you know, conserving energy. Therefore, the fat stays exactly where it was. All right. Okay. Visualize a perfect plate. They suggest just, you know, organizing your plate, imagining it divided in two, fill it with vegetables on one half, uh, the other half into two equal sections with a lean protein uh, or a starch. And then they say designate a sliver of the plate to a source of healthy fat, like a nut or some oils, avocado. A nut. A A nut. nut. Yes. Well, not a nut, but a type of nut. Do they mean a crazy person, a nut? (laughs) Well, if they're low in calories, why not? Okay, so we're advocating cannibalism here. Go on. (laughs) Well, the next one is really hard. It says, start the new year by removing goodies from the house. Now, my idea of removing goodies from the house would be just to eat them until they're gone. 
Isn't that how you remove goodies from the house? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I. Oh, you I, give them away like you guys did to me with that big brownie cake. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, or I, I would take this home. I would have kept that, except Mike made me feel bad. I wanted to try it. He's like, "No, we don't need this." Yeah. Give it away. You give it to I, Erica. I think the best rule <laughs> is not to bring the stuff into the house. So there's no temptation. Yeah. Well, they say, you know, after the holidays, the goodies are lying around. Time to get rid of them. And, of course, it's time to start stocking up on healthier foods and to get the trigger foods out of the house. So it is a bag of chips, peanut butter, chocolate, whatever. So they basically just say get rid of it. So Or only buy small portions. I mean, my idea is that if you have it in the house, yes, you could eat the whole thing. But it's also good to learn how to portion out things like that. You know, if you have a bag of chips, just have a handful of chips. Yeah. You know, but you may not be <laughs> strong enough to just start out doing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Well, the next the next tip is downsize your eating utensils for your New Year plan. And they say that uh, people who use larger bowls ate 31% more ice cream, and the ones who use larger scoops ate almost 15% more. So they suggest you use smaller plates and smaller bowls. What about smaller eat. spoons and forks? Well, they say that too. Little baby ones, I guess. Just go buy a Barbie dream house and use all the utensils in there. <laughs> <laughs> or an easy bake oven. Oh, God. Those cakes are awful. But I'd eat one if I were hungry enough. Yeah, well, they're small. They'd be good for a diet. I seriously doubt you could gain weight cooking a cake. With a light bulb? It. Yeah. <laughs> With a light bulb and an easy bake oven. Oh, God. Okay, the next one. Don't use exercise to compensate for calories. Avoid using exercise to punish yourself for eating too much or to justify the extra slice or two of pizza you're planning on eating. Oh, I've done that. Okay. They're basically saying that you hate exercise. You end up hating exercise because you associate it with torturing yourself. Oh, if I eat that pizza, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do that. So you don't like it. So you want to be able to enjoy your exercising. So don't, you know, substitute enjoy exercise. Enjoy exercise. Sounds like an oxymoron. You you look very troubled by all this. I am. I am not. It's like you're being sentenced this. to death or something. I want to live long. I want to get healthy. I want to look better. You know, but normally, I am not happy camper right now. Normally, you're very upbeat. You're always cracking jokes. You look like someone just uh, gave you a prison sentence. <laughs> do I really? Do I look yeah. like I cry or something? Yeah, you look I do. Like, you look like uh, oh my god. You know, 2010 is here. <laughs> yeah, but think how much better you're gonna feel. I know. Because you will get to the point where you won't really want to eat like this. Just so. keep in mind that the doctor told you if you don't change your ways, you'll be dead before you're 50. Yeah. That's what you got to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah. That's actually, you know, what motivates a lot of people to lose weight is the threat of death, being sick. Yeah. You know, diabetes, heart disease. I have to go disease. for a physical. Last time I did 10 years ago, my cholesterol was like three something. Oh, God. <laughs> How are you managing to stay alive? I don't know. Barely. <laughs> I sleep a lot. Well, this next tip is interesting. It says set a practical goal 10% for your New Year weight loss. It suggests to lose 10% of your weight and keep it off for six months and then try for more. But, you know, some people might not feel that that's enough, you know, because you might get to that six months and say, oh, I have to lose 10% more. But you can try it. It's a good tip. So, all right. Any more tips on there? Yes, I believe there's like one more. No, two more. Healthy habits will lead to weight loss. Achieving and maintaining a healthy weight by eating and exercising decreases your risk for diseases like diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and stroke. But sometimes it's easy to forget about health when those extra pounds are on your mind. 
If you make developing healthy habits your primary goal, it's likely that this will also result in weight loss. Furthermore, even thin people increase their risks for heart disease if they don't exercise and eat well. Of course, we want to look good in a nice thin pair of jeans, but the main reason we have to do this is for our health. I see a lot of people who go to gyms, they're working out, they're working out, and they come outside and they're smoking and eating all sorts of garbage. It's like, this is not about vanity for us. It's about our health. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they're going to smoke or whatever, at least at least they're working out. Yeah. Not that it's a good thing, but at least they're thin. Well, at least I don't smoke. <laughs> Same here. I like smoked cheeses. Well, with the way I breathe, especially going up a flight of stairs, I don't see how I could be a smoker. Oh, me neither. I know. I think I'd be dead by now. <laughs> Everything gets me out of breath. Yeah. Like just simple, normal, everyday things embarrassing we are pathetic we are we are i'm like the laziest person in the world and And the thing is as we get older it's just going to get worse so we have to do something about it now before we're like 70 years old 800 pounds sitting in our house with someone's we're not going to make it to 70 (laughs) oh no no i'll be happy to make it to 60 i i don't know if i'll make 50 if i don't lose this weight you know this is why we have to do this this has to be a lifestyle change and not just a diet so if there's anybody out there listening and you want to send us to a fat camp. Help. Does <laughs> <laughs> anybody out there listening? Help. Fat camp. I'd go to fat camp. I'd be on The Biggest Loser. I don't know if I'm that big. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're hard. large enough to be on The Biggest Loser. We could be the token thinner person, but we are not big enough to be on that show. Well, we're going to find out if we're big enough or not. We're going to get on the scale, but we have uh, one more tip, right? One more tip. Be more active in the new year. We're not talking about hitting the gym seven days a week. A major difference between people who carry extra pounds and those who stay lean is movement throughout the day. A study done by scientists at the Mayo Clinic found that lean people tended to sit less than heavier people, a difference that used around 350 more calories each day. Actions as simple as standing up at your desk, walking around the office, or stretching every hour really add up. So, Erica, if you'd gone into McDonald's and waited in line, you would have been better off than going to the drive-thru. It's funny because the first thing I do when I walk into some place is look for a place to sit. (laughs) Really? Yes. You know know where I sat at Christmas? My sister has a living room and she has a big coffee table. All the hors d'oeuvres are. I sat on the couch right in front of the food the whole day. So you had access to everything. So I didn't have to get up to get myself a snack. So you claimed your spot for the whole day? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, wow, Erica, you're such a pig. The holidays are over now, so we've got to get cracking. Yeah, I want to live. So do I. Me too. Why don't we get to the moment of truth? The big weigh in. This is the starting weigh in. Let's hope this is the fattest we'll ever be. I think it is the fattest I've ever it, been. Yeah, it's definitely the fattest I've ever been. I'm wearing my fat pants right now, and they're tight. I'm not wearing my fat pants, and I wish I was. You know, we're doing the show right now. Maybe the listeners can't hear in the background. There's this, like an ambulance or something going by. Sirens. That yeah. could be them coming for us because we just had heart attacks. Yeah. Yes, we all three of us right now had heart attacks. And uh. we're, we're, we're actually dead. And we think we're doing a show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so who? All right, let's just get this freaking over with. Who wants to be the first? I'll go first. No, I'll go first. 
Wow, I really thought that everyone was going to be like, not me, not me. I just want to get it over with. It's like pulling off a Band-Aid. All right, Diane, why don't you go first? Yeah, since I kind of know what I am already. All right. Erica, when was the last time you were on a scale? Ten years ago. Wow. Okay, two years for me. And Diane was just on it a few days ago. Yeah, but I was shocked. All right, so we're going to have a weigh-in for you no, first. No, I'm wearing clothes, but I will not be wearing shoes. Yes, and we... Uh, we do have a scale that has a BMI reader. Body mass index. Yes. Very good. Let's do it. All right. Diane? Do I leave my headphone on? No, you take it off. Hold on. Okay. Oh, we're going the man on the street, Mike. All right. Diane is headed towards the scale. I'm oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Diane is the thinnest one of the group. And I'm going to bring the mic over to the scale. And we're going to see how much she weighs. Diane weighs 180 pounds. Yeah, thanks. And your BMI is 34.3. That's still not good. All right, so Diane, you weigh 180 pounds. You are 5 foot 5, and your BMI was what? 34.3. You are in the obese category. A 30 or greater is obese. Okay. Diane and Erica are just staring at each other like, oh, God. I already know I'm in oh, the obese category. Obese. That just sounds so wrong. I know, it does. Obese. I'm not like that 1,100-pound guy in the piano case. Well, that's morbidly obese. All right. At least I'm not morbid. <laughs> I'd rather be morbid and not obese. That's true. <laughs> morbid doesn't have such a connotation. It's actually <laughs> kind of cool. You're pretty morbid. So, Diane, what is your goal weight? What do you want to weigh? Ideally, like 135. Okay. That's tiny. I've been 120. All right. All right, Erica. Erica's turn for She's the She's wearing big a heavy in. sweatshirt for those I, listeners I out there. 225. You're not 200 pounds. Yeah, I am. Trust me. I know I am. All right. She makes a prediction of 225. All right. Here we go. Erica's getting on the scale. 219 pounds. What was your prediction? 225. All right, you're close. Well, for someone who hasn't been weighed in 10 years, you're good. Yeah. Wow, this, this is the most I've ever weighed in my life. Your BMI is 40.6. Holy crap. So, Erica, how, how do you feel about the weigh-in? Horrible. All right, well, <laughs> this is not a happy experience for any of us, and now it's my turn to get on here. Horrible. I feel even worse than before. I'm going to weigh in with the mic. All right, here I go. God. I am 321 pounds. Hey, you're like almost exactly 100 pounds heavier than me. And I am 6 foot 5. But you're so tall though. All right, my BMI is 36.4. I'm the fattest one here. 36.4. My I'm 38, right? Or 40. 40.6. I have the biggest BMI here. I'm not happy with my BMI. I don't think any of us are happy. <laughs> it's not like we were going to get on the scale and be like, whoa, I'm so happy. It yeah, could have been have worse. We have to start. We have to start somewhere. It I'm could, disgusted. It could have been worse. I was thinking I was close to 400 pounds. <laughs> You're not even near that. I didn't think you were 400 pounds. I have to lose about 100 pounds. I want to lose about 45 pounds. When I was skinny, I was about 220. I don't even know what I need to lose. It's just so far. It's just so much that I, I just want to just. Don't give up. Don't even give up before you've started. I can't. I, can't, I don't want to. I, I can't even. I can't even know how much I'm supposed to weigh. 
I'd be Any, happy anything like, other than two hundred and twenty. I'd pounds. be happy at one hundred and sixty. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be skinny. I just want to not be so fat. So use that as a goal. Say you don't have to weigh one hundred and thirty pounds, but you want to weigh one hundred and sixty. All right. Well, we're running long on time here. We've had our depressing news for tonight. We're gonna go like <laughs> <laughs> kill know. ourselves now. Yeah. Uh, go home and cry. Fat. The final frontier. Yes. We're going to try and do our best. So next show, hopefully we've lost a pound or two. We'll see. Well, we'll let you know how we do and how we did it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Tubby Talk. We're all depressed. Join us next time. We're not going to go have pizza, or in my case, cheese. No. No pizza. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.